Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard, everybody. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, thanks for tuning in today. We certainly hope you're all doing well out there and enjoyed a pleasant Independence Day this past week. If you've been listening the past few weeks, then you know that Mary and I, we were in Barcelona for our June 24th broadcast and in Sicily for our broadcast last week on July 1st. It certainly was a fun and busy 16 days of travel for all of us, for sure, Mary. Uh, But now we're back, and today's show is going to be a little different as the travel trio is down to a travel duo. And because we're going to try and celebrate the Independence Day holiday this week, since we were away in Europe when it occurred... Today, Mary and I are doing the opening segments this hour, and then again next hour live, while the rest of the show will be an encore presentation of popular segments that have aired on the show in 2017. That's right. And I would also echo that we certainly did have a full and busy 16 days of travel, but certainly a lot of fun. And before we get into some travel news and share what's coming up today, I would like to say I think we both would for all you travelers out there who may be planning a trip with long flight times. We cannot say enough about the Boeing 787 Dreamliner. No, we can't. We've talked about it. We've talked about it with Rudy. You know, it was our third experience with this jetliner, and we can attest the plane is really it's just far more pleasant than many other jets out there. So all the technology that they have claimed to put into it. Oh, and you don't feel the jet lag. No, you don't. It's, really it's kind of amazing, actually. The first time when we first got to Europe, I thought, oh, it's just a coincidence. You know, I just drank a lot of extra water. That's why. But the air is not as drying. No. The uh, windows being larger. The windows, the, the lighting, I think, make a huge difference. It, it's yeah. something. I know we did it last year uh, with Australia. That made a big difference. And, you know, folks, I also want to say you've heard us. You know, we've been talking about Norwegian Air Shuttle on the show yeah, for the past year or so, I guess. And with all the growth that they've been having, we decided to book flights between New York and Barcelona with them. And the bottom line, they offer a very modern service with low fares, a professional staff, and a fleet of the 787s that we're just talking about. I actually have a news story here in my pile about Norwegian that I'll be sharing this hour or next. And from our experience, it's pretty easy to understand why they're expanding so rapidly and enjoying such success. Certainly, they are a budget airline, so we're not going to sugarcoat that at all. So be prepared to pay for things. And you know, their luggage requirements are lower than the other traditional airlines mm-hmm. that are out there. But they're a well-run operation, for they sure. Are. Yeah. Uh, and with all the money you'll save, they're a viable airline to consider for your next trip to Europe or elsewhere. Definitely so. an airline to, to watch. Absolutely. Plus, they have the 787, yeah. which is a yeah, game changer. Yeah, no, I was really um, very impressed with that airline. Yeah, we yeah. Would definitely And were. the fares. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and one other thing I just want to say, you know, we appreciate all your emails and comments about the broadcast from Barcelona and Sicily, so thank you for those. And a reminder, if you ever miss our weekly broadcasts or an occasional hour one or hour two any given week. We archive every hour once it airs across our network of stations on our website at rudymaxa.com under podcast. We're now also on iTunes, so you can just search at Rudy Max's World to Carries and find it there, or just catch the most four recent broadcasts via our 247tunein.com channel and listen anytime, anywhere, on any device. We're all over the place, Mary. We've got, we we've got everything covered. So <laughs> what do we got coming up this hour all for right. the replays? Well, for the showcase segment this hour, Lisa Ackerman with the World Monuments Fund will explain their role in the preservation and restoration of historical sites all over the world.
world. For segment three, Sarah Ann Kasner will talk about the role of concierges in today's digital world, its listener emails in segment four, and then in segment five, show friend Eric Giuliani is back, this time from Brazil, as he continues his around-the-globe trek without using airplanes. Well, as always, let's start with some travel news from this past week. Where do you want to start? Uh, well, there's a lot of news here. So, yeah. you know, last month, I'll, I'll start with this. Last month, after we attended, you know, the big travel trade expo in Washington, D.C., IPW, we reported the strong influx of travelers to the U.S., despite media suggestions of a Trump slump due to the travel ban. Well, another month of results were just released this week, and visits to the U.S. from abroad grew again in May, as both domestic and international travel remained strong. According to the U.S. Travel Association, international travel to the U.S. grew 5.2% in May versus the same time last year in 2016. And in fact, what we reported earlier, you know, a couple of weeks back, they actually revised the April numbers. I saw uh, that, They yeah. boosted those. It went up to 6.6%. Mm-hmm. So it's certainly a positive trend that we're seeing with international travel to the U.S., which is a good thing. Always a good thing. Certainly good to hear. All right. As a way to honor the men and women who serve the United States as part of the military, Carnival Cruise Line joined forces with Operation Homefront this past week to host the world's first social media powered barbecue for troops at the Marine Corps Air Station in Miramar in San Diego. Basically, military personnel were treated to a summertime feast that featured burgers with buns, which were lasered with heartfelt messages of thanks to service members using a one of a kind culinary laser printer. That's kind of cool. It's very cool. It was a yeah. really neat idea. Carnival encouraged Americans to send their appreciation by posting messages of gratitude via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook with the hashtag thank you burger. They received over 15,000 messages that were then transmitted to the grill, laser printed onto the burger buns and served to the troops during the barbecue. Oh, that's great. Really neat idea. So you could send a message, they're lasering yeah, it on and, really, then, and really, then the soldier gets that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. On, right on their burger bun. Great. And they were, you know, actual heartfelt. Over 15,000 people responded and sent messages. And in addition to the barbecue, Carnival donated $25,000 to Operation Homefront, which is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to build strong, stable, and secure military families so they can thrive and not simply struggle to get by. So well, all in a, all... That's a nice story yeah, and good to see a travel a, company. I like that. Absolutely. So that's a good story. All right. This week, uh, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, they said it will not extend its ban on in-flight laptops and other large electronic devices to inbound flights from Europe, opting instead for tighter security measures at airports around the globe. The announcement now means that enhanced security measures for airlines departing for the U.S. from airports in about 105 different countries. Airlines are going to have to comply with the new rules, which include stricter passenger screening, and they will not be required to force passengers to check their laptops uh, or other large electronics. And the Secretary of Homeland Security, John Kelly, said in a speech this week that it is time that we raise the global baseline of aviation security. We cannot play international whack-a-mole like that with each of these new threats. DHS also said it will urge more airports to become pre-clearance locations. We would have enjoyed that this week coming back from Europe. And they encouraged airlines and airports to implement more sophisticated screening, increased use of bomb-sniffing dogs, and more advanced checkpoint screening technology. Hmm, Interesting. All right. One budget airline in Colombia is considering a plan to remove all seats from its planes, allowing its aircraft to take more passengers on board. Viva Colombia hopes that if the idea comes to fruition, making passengers stand during its flights will... (laughs) This is another tough one to read without smiling. Um, Making passengers stand during its flights will bring the fares down. Passengers would not be left wandering around the cabin in midair, though, uh, as the airline is currently looking into what it is called vertical travel options. There's actually an Italian 
Italian company that has come up with a seat called the Sky Rider, and it's a standing seat that would give passengers 23 inches of leg room instead of the industry I, average I say no, thank of 30 you. inches. I'm sorry. It has been recommended that this will not work really and or be suitable for flights up to more than three hours. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I don't want to uh, be at the two hour and 55 minute mark. Civil market. aviation authorities have not approved this in any country as of yet, so yeah. we'll see what happens here. All right. Well, Robert and I appreciate you being here, tuned in with us today. The rest of this hour will now be an encore presentation. Segment two is up next with Lisa Ackerman from the World's Monument Fund. Stay with us. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Travel Pro Luggage is what we use, and it's the best. Rudy likes the Max Light 4, their lightest collection, with carry-ons weighing just under 6 pounds. Robert and I travel with Travel Pro's Platinum Magna 2 Series that contains the patented MagnaTrack wheel system, power scope handle, and contour grip spinners. Even their Cruise Series is outstanding. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers, so get yours at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers. You can also visit TravelPro.com for their online outlet or RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Do you think identity theft is only when someone adds charges to your credit card? It's actually when someone pretends to be you to open new accounts in your name. LifeLock can help. They use proprietary technology to alert you to a range of identity threats. If you have a problem, they have a team of U.S.-based specialists who will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Membership starts at $9.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RUDY, and get 10% off or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsor. From your phone case to the PIN number on your debit card, think of everything you do to protect the items in your pocket. Why not take these same precautions for your home or small business with SimplySafeRudy.com? You can install it yourself in under an hour, and round-the-clock monitoring is only $14.99 a month with no long-term contracts. Right now, they're having a huge summer sale, and you'll get $100 off the exclusive summer package. It's for a limited time only, so go to SimplySafeRudy.com. You'll save the $100. SimplySafeRudy.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Alma Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Alma Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at AlmaWaterways.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. This is Robert Carey alerting you that next week the Travel Trio returns live, but the remainder of today's broadcast is an encore presentation. 78025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everybody. Mary and I appreciate having you aboard with us today. In a moment, we're going to get into something that in many ways has a real impact on all of us as we'll be speaking with the COO of the World Monuments Fund. But first, 
This portion of the program is sponsored by the team at FriendlyPlanet.com slash travel. So where's your next big trip going to be? How about saving 25%, 35%, 50% or more through special unadvertised secret offers exclusively for members of our audience? Just go to FriendlyPlanet.com slash travel. You can sign up because all of their trips offer everything you'll need and things like airfare, hotels, transfers, most meals, and a lot more. They're all included. Whether your next trip is going to take you to Europe, Asia, the Caribbean, Central or South America, Africa, the South Pacific, Pacific, the Middle East, or frankly, wherever. Friendly Planet has the perfect vacation to fit any budget or interest. And now they're offering these secret deals to save you money when you sign up for their weekly email alerts at friendlyplanet.com travel, or you can always find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Up next is Lisa Ackerman, and she's the Chief Operating Officer of the World Monuments Fund, which is a private nonprofit organization founded in 1965, and it's dedicated to preserving the important cultural heritage sites and the treasures found around the world. The World Monuments Fund has orchestrated over 600 projects in over 90 countries, and Lisa's here today to share some details on the valuable organization and how we can support their efforts. Lisa, great to have you on the program. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with Mary and me today. My pleasure. You know, as we were kicking around how we wanted to start off the interview, I think where we want to begin is, you know, people listening right now, they might not understand the scope of what the World Monuments Fund is when they hear the name. So we'd like you to give us a brief overview and explain what you're doing for major cultural and architectural sites around the globe. Terrific. I'm happy to say a little bit about what we do. We were started in 1965 by a retired U.S. Army colonel who was an engineer by training, and he got interested in his retirement in cultural heritage problems, and we're living out his legacy. So today we work in about 40 countries worldwide, and we have about 70 active projects, and they run the gamut from helping restore standing architecture at archaeological sites all the way to mid-20th century buildings that are endangered, you know, both in the United States and elsewhere. So we really look at culture from everything from the earliest settlements all the way um, through the recent past and touch every country that we uh, have a reason to work in. Forty countries. I did not realize it was that many. Uh, that's terrific. So, uh, just based on that, and when you said you've got 70 projects, I mean, that's a large number. So with the sheer number of World Heritage Sites, you know, and the valuable treasures that are out there, what does the WMF, you know, how do you make determinations and prioritize funds to the specific sites? We get asked that question a lot, and there's not a scientific answer to this. A lot of it is the great connections you make with people around the globe. And uh, we run a program called the World Monuments Watch, where we announce a uh, group of sites every two years that are threatened. Um, and sometimes they're threatened by armed conflict, sometimes threat of demolition or neglect. And so that's one way we look at those sites every two years, and a lot of our projects come out of those because we know we'll have great partners in the field. Sometimes it's projects that just fall through the cracks for one reason or another. So a few years ago, we had a big project at Taos in New Mexico, and Taos is a great historic site, a, one of the few cultural world heritage sites in the United States, and it was just one of those examples where the community really wanted to do something 
and uh, by putting it on the watch, we were able to develop a coalition of funders mm-hmm. and work with the local community to develop a training program. And so sometimes it's just a lot of good things coming together. There's always more things you can do, but we use the watch a lot as a way to try and find deserving sites. And prioritize. Okay, Lisa, are there uh, several sites maybe that are top of mind priorities that you can share with us for the organization currently? Sure. Um, at the risk of offending my colleagues for not picking <laughs> their favorites. Of course. Um, you know, we have a lot of projects where we've had deep commitments. So mm-hmm. we work at Angkor Archaeological Park in Cambodia. Right. And we started working there in 1989. Uh, we've worked at four temple sites in the archaeological park. And right now we have a major project at Phnom Bikane, which is the oldest temple in Angkor Archaeological Park mm-hmm. and also the only one that's up on a hill. So when you're up on top of the hill at Phnom Bikane Temple, you have this commanding view of the whole archaeological park, including Angkor Wat. So it's really a spectacular site. But one of the interesting things there is we've really helped train hundreds of Cambodians to be site workers and conservators, and we work with Cambodian architects and engineers and archaeologists. So for us, that site has a lot of meaning, not just because of its beauty and its historical importance, but we really feel we've helped a group of Cambodians really take charge of restoring their own cultural heritage. Their own heritage. cultural, right. So it's been a great project, and, um, and that's one of my personal favorites. Okay. And I have another question. Uh, sure. When we were reading about the World Monuments Fund, and I, I think this is a few years back, I saw an example, and you actually spoke about it, the Roman Temple of Hercules. You used it as an example of a forgotten monument that tourists don't really necessarily think about or go to as frequently as some of the other um, you know, archaeological sites in Rome. But is there another one currently that you can think of that perhaps is sort of a forgotten monument that you're really proud to be working on? Well, interesting that you mentioned the Temple of Hercules because that led to us working on an adjacent temple called the Temple of Portunus. Hmm. And then literally, we just started work uh, at the Arch of Janus, which is across the street from those two temples. And it's the last remaining four-sided triumphal arch in Rome, so it's got four equally important facades. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting because that is, for all of the tourists that go to Rome and as famous as the Colosseum or the Forum, this little cluster of Roman Republican-era temples were completely forgotten. And so now we really feel we're putting them back on the map by restoring all three. And you'll be able to really have a sense that this was one of the gateway areas to ancient realms. Oh, we think that's great. I, I tell you, I, I just, off the top of my head, I remember we were there just a few years ago and we got out of Rome and went out to see some of the catacombs. And that I realize that's much different, but there's so much there. And I love to hear what you're doing there. Folks, if you're just tuning in right now, Mary and I were speaking with Lisa Ackerman. She's the COO of the World Monuments Fund. You know, Lisa, I want to go back to what you said about the Monument Watch, because I think that's important. And that's also germane to what we were just talking about with what's going on in Rome. I believe that's started about 10 years ago. So if our listeners right now around the country are, if they wanted to participate or they wanted to somehow be involved with the Monument Watch, how do they do that? We invite anybody in the world to submit a site to the World Monuments Watch on our website. There's a form that people can fill out. And basically, it's our call for suggestions of places that are treasured but maybe need a little extra love right now because they need some conservation treatment. And we use that as a way to have participation from around the globe. So we usually get three or 400 nominations, and 
last time around, we picked 50 sites to be on the watch. And we use it as a way to call attention to terrific places around the globe that sometimes people haven't forgotten about, but a lot of times, for one reason or another, they're the monuments in a community that need the most help. Or sometimes there's just interesting opportunities. A few years ago, a group of people nominated Coventry Cathedral in England which everybody uh, knew the story locally about how it had been bombed during World War II, and the clergy decided not to rebuild the church but to leave it as a monument to the war and kind of a liturgy of reconciliation, and they built a new church adjacent to it. And they wanted that dialogue between the two. Putting it on the watch reminded everybody of that story and Mm -hmm. also helped us raise money to restore the medieval building that now that it had been exposed to the elements for 50 years, needed some conservation treatment. Sure. And we've got about a minute left in the interview right now. And I guess really, I, since we're not going to be able to get into some of the other things we wanted to talk about, from your standpoint, I know that you have, you know, you've certainly been working in historic preservation for a, a, a long time. I mean, what motivates you to continue in the field? I just really love meeting people and learning about history and learning why these places matter. And it's a great joy to go and visit them and get to know the people we work with in the field. And I would also, I'm just guessing, but I would think that to be able to work in history and be able to preserve that for the future has to be very rewarding. And to get the communities behind all of it yeah. as well, I think is such be. a key piece here. Lisa, we really enjoyed your, you know, your being here with us. Uh, very nice to speak with you. We wish you and your colleagues uh, the best, and we'll look forward to checking in in the future to see how things are going. Terrific. Thanks so much for the opportunity to talk to you both. We appreciate that. And folks, if you if you liked what Lisa was talking about or it interests you to learn more, you can go to WMF.org. That's WMF.org. Thanks, Thanks Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks so much. All right. Didn't even get a chance. I wanted to talk to her about the anger. We had several things we could expand on there, but very interesting. Folks, quick reminder, please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. And we'll ask Melissa to put up a link to the World Monuments Fund on our Facebook page right now. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere because there's still a lot more ahead. You're listening to Rudy Max's Real with the Carries, and we're back in a flash. Max's World with the Carries by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. We used to think zero was a bad thing. Then we found Zebit.com. That's Z-E-B-I-T, where you can shop millions of products and pay overtime with zero interest. Yep, zero interest, zero cost to join, and zero credit check. From everyday items to the latest technology to tools, home goods, and appliances, Zebit has everything from your favorite brands, all at competitive prices. Right now, get up to $2,500 credit to shop on Zebit.com. That's Z-E-B-I-T.com. Zebit.com. For more info, visit RudyMaxa.com. Look under sponsors. Driving season's in full swing, and an unexpected car repair can cost hundreds, even thousands to fix, ruining your road trip. We recommend getting extended coverage from CarShield. A new water pump could set you back over $500. Replacing your AC can cost as much as $1,500. With CarShield, the dealership or your favorite mechanic can do the work, and CarShield does the rest, getting them paid directly. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RUDY, or visit carshield.com and use code RUDY to save 10%. Find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors, a deductible may apply. This is Mary Carey. Thanks for tuning in today. What follows is an encore presentation.
phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World with the Carry. It is segment three, folks. Robert Mary back with you again. Thanks for being part of our broadcast today. Before we get into the role of concierge in today's mobile app world, we want to share that this portion of the program is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. So do you have a family member or a friend graduating from college or high school this year? Or maybe you're already thinking about Father's Day a month from now. Well, the gift of quality luggage is an excellent choice. We're proud to recommend Travel Pro Luggage as it's the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. And for over two decades now, Travel Pro has transformed travel since they created the rollerboard wheeled luggage and they take pride in their design innovation and durability. If you're in the market for new luggage, get the luggage we have. Get yourself some Travel Pro luggage. You can check out Travel Pro at TravelPro.com for all their retailers and online outlets or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Okay. How many of you listening today use a concierge when you travel? I think for us, despite what we do for a living, actually, I don't think I can honestly say a concierge has frequently created some of our best travel experiences. No question. Uh, You know, we live in an era of user review apps, mobile technology at our fingertips, but I still think it's very difficult to filter all of this information out there and a good concierge can do it in a snap. With the summer travel season about to begin, joining us to discuss the importance of concierges is the National Concierge Association founder, Sarah Ann Kasner. Sarah Ann, thanks for your time today. Nice to have you here with Mary and me. Well, thank you. So, Mary just said, you know, we live in an era of user review apps and ubiquitous mobile technology, but we're always saying concierge are more important than ever for travelers, in our opinion. What say you? Well, what I say about this is that concierge are well known for having the inside scoop. In this day and age of the Internet and all of the technology that we have, concierge use that, too, by the way. They use technology to do research and other things. But if you really want to know the inside scoop on a restaurant, on a florist, on transportation, or what's to do in another city that you don't live in or the city that you are visiting, you really need a real live person, and people really appreciate that personal touch that comes along with the concierge. The concierge is in it to win it every single time, and they're going to take you to the wow factor. So let me give you just a really brief demonstration okay, of sure. that. Uh, sometimes, you know, a person will come to a uh, concierge at a hotel or a visitor center, and they want to know, you know, where to go to eat and so forth. And let's say that they like Chinese food. There's a lot of Chinese restaurants in every city, aren't there? But if you want the best in Chinese food or some places, maybe a mom-and-pop restaurant. Yeah, it could be a hole in the wall place. But it's right. fun. That's it concierge is going to know about that. So you made some excellent points, and actually one of my questions, and you answered it already, thank you, was I think so often visitors think, okay, well, I can maybe snag a reservation at a hot restaurant with a concierge, but you've already illustrated they are certainly capable of providing so much more to the total experience. Sarah Ann, do you have a favorite story that you can think of that you can quickly share where you got some feedback that a concierge had such a positive impact on a traveler's experience? Well, let's just say that concierge are masters and mistresses of all trade, and they have a lot of talents. Mm-hmm. And they have been known to find lost airline tickets in a cab that you just got out of and can't remember mm-hmm. the, the 
you know, the number of the cab. Concierge have been known to run those down. They're capable of so much. They really can elevate your experience. So we, as we say, we're big fans. We utilize concierge frequently. It's one of the reasons that I am not a big Airbnb fan, because I like to have the concierge at a hotel. But I did see something recently in the American Hotel and Lodging Association. They had a report out that said between 2014 and 2016, the share of luxury hotels employing concierge fell from almost 100% down to 82%. So is this a trend that you think we're going to see, or is it maybe just a blip? No, it, you know, it's not really trends, and we don't really pay a lot of attention to trends for a very good reason, because the hospitality field ebbs and flows, just like the housing field does. And people come back where they are treated right by human beings, mm-hmm. not machines. Right. When hotels get wind of that and realize that their occupancy is dropping off, then they're more inclined to employ a concierge again. And you're seeing concierge today, you know, not just in hotels. I think that's important to discuss with folks because you're seeing them sometimes at health clubs. You're seeing them, you know, corporate offices have them. Uh, you know, it's, it's not just germane to really, the hotel. Oh, yeah. It's a vast industry. You see concierge in even the medical institutions. That's one of the fastest growing segments of our industry. Is it? That's interesting. So a question that comes up to us frequently, and I'm sh- I'd like to know what you think, certainly in your position as the founder of the or- your organization, you know, when you work with a concierge and they do a good job for you, and I realize it's going to depend on the situation, but what do you suggest is the normal tipping scale for concierge for a job well done? Well, normally the rule of thumb is 20%, but here's kind of an inside track on that one. Although it's really nice to get a bottle of wine or a monetary gratuity, it's also really nice if you take the time as a visitor to write a note to the general manager and Mm -hmm. let them know that that concierge just went over the wow factor and you loved your visit because of the concierge. Something that all of our parents taught us, write those thank yous. So so listen, Sarah Ann, very interesting discussion. Thanks for spending some time with Mary and me today. Enjoy your weekend, okay? Thank you. Thanks, Sarah Ann. All right. I like her. Very nice woman. And you can't put a price on the help of a good concierge. You cannot. So, all right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Rudy's up next with segment four. And then Mary and I, we're going to return with segment five just in a few minutes. Rudy Max's World with the Carries is back in three minutes. Calling 800 387 8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. When you need spent a little too much time in the sun relief. Yikes. Ow, what the? Attack of the angry mosquito relief. Hey, watch this. Scraped knees. And an elbow. Relief. You need Gold Bond Pain and Itch Relief Cream with Lidocaine. Gold Bond has the maximum strength lidocaine available without a prescription and starts working on contact to numb away pain and itch. Gold Bond with Lidocaine. Relief starts now. Use as directed. We don't just carry our boxes to their destination. We carry your business. We carry your growth, your love of your products, and your service. When you hand your product over to us, we know how important it is to you. So we make it just as important to us. It's as if your entire store is right there in our hands. That's why at the United States Postal Service, we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority, you. 
Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. I scored some big savings, and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is why don't bikers order in drive throughs more often? Is it because the name drive through feels exclusionary? They should call it drive or ride through. But then I'd need three extra arms to hold my drink and burger and fries. Nah, I'm happy with just two arms. Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask me, can I still take advantage of today's low rates? Is it still a good time to refinance? The answer is yes. Now's a great time to call Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.12%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lenders. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. This is Shaquille O'Neal. And the Shaquettes. Reminding you that anytime. Anytime. Is a good time. Good time. For the cooling, drying, fresh scent of gold bond powder spray. Like after the gym. Or a crowded elevator ride. Or golf. Or working with work like sports casting you said it ladies stay cool with gold bond powder spray stay cool with gold bond <laughs> get out the map mary rudy and i hope you've enjoyed a pleasant independence day holiday i'm robert carey and what follows is an encore presentation program call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to rudymaxa.com once again you're in rudy Maxa's world with the carries and you are indeed and we appreciate you being here with mary rudy and me today for segment four this hour we're going to answer some of your emails so please do keep sending us those travel questions or share your travel experiences and comments with us via the contact us tab at rudymaxa.com or if you want you can private message us on facebook twitter uh, at RM World Travel. Before we get to today's emails, we have to share that they, this segment of the show is sponsored by LifeLock. We do. I think we all know protecting your identity from theft is really important. We live in such a digitally active world now, and criminals are basically making a living of trying to steal credit card numbers. They can get access to social security numbers. They can pretend to be you to open accounts and get into your retirement funds and more. So do not live your life in fear. Do what Robert, Mary, and I have done. Get the best identity protection available out there, LifeLock. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to uh, technology, excuse me, to alert you to a wide range of threats. And if you have a problem, they've got a team of U.S.-based specialists to help fix it. Yeah, certainly uh, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But when you join and you use promo code RUDY, you'll save 10%. So call 800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com to sign up. Use promo code RUDY, save 10%, or find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. All right, here's our first email. It's from Mara, who listens via our 24-7 TuneIn.com channel. She's in Delaware and writes, Hotels versus Airbnb. What do you recommend and what trends do you see? 
So before we get there, get into this, I guess, Rudy, you have anything you want to tell her? Sure. Well, first of all, Airbnb is certainly certainly growing and growing and growing. So there's your trend. Um, I would say I'd use an Airbnb and have once. Uh, if you have, uh, let's say, a couple, two couples traveling together, you can probably get a two-bedroom, two-bath place and save a lot of money over uh, other accommodations. Um, if you have a family and you want to eat breakfast, or you don't even have a family, you want to make your own breakfast and lunch, it's certainly easier to do it someplace that has a full kitchen with a big refrigerator. So it really depends on who you're traveling with, what you want to do, how much time you want to spend in that place, um, and what the, what the comparative prices are. I agree with everything you just said, and I would just add that I do think when you're exploring Airbnbs, it's very important to check out the neighborhood um, that right. it's located in, especially in big cities. You want and to make sure you it's, you're in a good neighborhood. All right, now. so Mayor, I'm going to go the opposite. For me, it's all about the hotel loyalty points. If I'm going to spend money, <laughs> yeah, I, I want it, my money to work for me. I like earning points for free travel in the future. I also like having the concierge available, being able to access the business center, relaxing in the club rooms. So until Airbnb offers these items and a few others, I vote hotels. All right, next question. It's from Lori. She listens uh, on AM, FM, KMA radio in Shenandoah, Iowa. Her question is, since you're always traveling and travel is your work, how do you choose your vacations? Mary, this has, this has you written all over. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, so we, we do travel a lot, and it is generally for work. So we're on other people's itineraries. I happen to love spontaneity. Who doesn't in travel? Um, I do miss it sometimes. I like staycations. I always like to come home. Sometimes I just like a long weekend at home with maybe a quick road trip. I'm a big fan of getting in the car and heading out an hour away. And, there, you know, you can always look uh, within where you live to find a, a fun uh, getaway. So that's my take really? on that. Real fast, I try to add, sometimes I try to add a few days or even a week onto wherever I am going for for work. Uh, but then again, I have a favorite country like Uruguay that I go, have been to, I think, for the last six years for a holiday. I just go down there purely for a holiday. So it's uh, one, six of one and half a dozen the other to me. It's important definitely to uh, have some balance there. All right, third question today is from Jonathan, who listens on FM 101.1 WYOO in Panama City. He's asking, I'd like to know what each of you thinks is the most underestimated travel destination. Mary, you want to go first with this question? Mm. Well, I, you know, off the top of my head, I would say for, for us, for Americans, I would say it's the U.S. I think that, you say um, that all the time. I do. I say it all the time. It's kind of my mantra. I could list off a couple of far flung places we've been to, but I think that we have the climates. We have all the cultures right here in the U.S. If you want great Vietnamese food, great Japanese food, you can find it. I love California. You can be in the heat uh, at the beach, but you can ski up north. Um, that's my take. I think the U.S. is, is underrated by really? Americans. I would say um, Eastern Europe and South America are, generally speaking, the most under uh, underappreciated destinations by Americans. Although I think they're discovering South America a little more now in Eastern Europe. But those are places yeah. that don't first come to mind to most travelers. All right. So, Jonathan, I'm just going to uh, tell you, I think two places uh, that I feel, Vancouver, Canada and Iceland. I mean, from Granville Island to Stanley Park, you've got suspension bridges you can walk across. You've got the water, the aquarium, some great hotels, excellent sushi. Whistler's only 90 minutes away, a great ride. So for me, Vancouver, Canada. And frankly, we can't say enough about Iceland. It's a great blend of Europe and America, but a lot closer. Um, and unlike any place else. So please uh, keep sending us your travel questions and stories by clicking on the Contact Us tab on RudyMaxit.com. We all love hearing from you. And with that music, unfortunately, it was time for us to go to break. So you're listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, and we'll be back with segment five starting in three minutes.
To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Whether you're listening at home, in the car, or traveling somewhere fun, thanks for tuning in today. I'm Mary Carey, and what follows is an encore presentation. Online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everyone. Robert and Mary with you again for segment five this hour. In a minute, we're going to check in with show friend Eric Giuliani. You may recall he was on the program last year with us on March 14th and then again on August 6th, discussing his travels around the world without using any aircraft. But first, this portion of the program is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. It is. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers because it lasts. For over two decades now, they've taken pride in their design, innovation, and durability in crafting the highest quality luggage for experienced travelers. Travel Pro has transformed travel since they created the Rollerboard wheeled luggage and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. So if you're in the market for new luggage, perhaps you might have a high school or college grad coming soon, get the luggage that Mary, Rudy, and I carry and get yourself some Travel Pro luggage. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Kohl's, eBags.com, most locally owned luggage stores and elsewhere. Check out TravelPro.com for all their retailers nearest you or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. So as Robert just mentioned, Today's our third check-in with Eric Giuliani, and we've certainly enjoyed his story. He left a great job in Miami to travel the world without using aircraft. And he's basically used every other mode of transportation you can think of. Since we last spoke to him, he's completed a road trip through the U.S. and Canada and made his way to South America and Antarctica. Today we find him in Brazil. How are you, Eric? Nice to welcome you back to the show with us today. What number day is this on your trip? Thanks, guys. Uh, it's an honor to be back. And I had just passed the two-and-a-half-year mark, so I think today is day 958. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that is, well, God bless again. But All right, so as Mary, she just detailed, since we last spoke, you've certainly covered a lot of North and South America. We want to know how it's going and how much longer do you have on the journey? Yeah, everything's been great. I got across the United States, and I made it all the way from California down to Florida. And from Florida, I took a cruise, which took me back through the Panama Canal and dropped me off in Chile. Um, And then I was kind of wandering around through South America for a little while, and I was able to get to Antarctica. And now I'm actually all the way up in southern Brazil. So the past six months or so has been kind of a blur as I've, you know, crossed North and South America. And I would say I probably got about another four months or so of traveling left in me. And then that will complete the around the world overland journey. So Eric, our oldest son has been pushing us for years to go to Antarctica and we haven't taken the bite yet. It's a long way to go. Is it worth it? Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you asked me. It is honestly my favorite place, and I preface this by saying I hate cold weather, and it overrode all my dislike for cold weather. I lived in Miami before I started traveling, so obviously I can back it up that I hate cold weather, but Antarctica was hands down my favorite place in the world. There's nothing like it. I can't even really put it into words. Um, It's kind of once you get there, you just enter this bubble, and there's no Wi-Fi, and it's just the people on the ship with you, and it's a small ship and a small group, and it's people that are passionate about traveling and wanting to go and explore Antarctica. And I was really fortunate to have an awesome group of people on the ship with me. I was also really fortunate to be working for the ship. I made a film 
and I also did photos for a travel company called Antarctic Expedition. So I was able to kind of go on the ship and barter my way onto the ship. Yeah, and it and turned out to be awesome. On that note, with your photos, we've put them up on social media so listeners can see that on our Facebook page. You sent us some absolutely stunning photos, so thank you. Thank you, guys. Well, uh, so Eric, like you know, picture perfect weather too, which yeah. you wouldn't expect when you go to Antarctica. It was incredible. It was sunny days, and you could see for miles. It was well, awesome. I, de- I definitely see us at some point. I know, like Mary said, our son's been pushing us. All right, so over the two and a half years, I mean, as you can kind of see that three-year window out there that you've been doing this. You know, I'm curious if you've ever had a quiet moment, wherever you may be, you know, personal moment where you've said to yourself, "Damn, I wish I knew this or that before I started," as it would have made things so much easier. <laughs> You know, I think that's part of the fun, not knowing what's about to happen. I'm just working on a story, which is I bought a car in Palm Springs because my goal was to drive it across the country and then sell it once I got to Florida. And the car exploded on the highway 30 miles outside of the dealership. And I'm writing today and I'm thinking, man, if I only knew then that that car was going to explode 30 miles after I purchased it, I obviously wouldn't have bought it. But then also that takes away all of the fun. I mean, there's so much enjoyment in the uncertainty and not knowing what's going to happen or what's around the next corner. And making mistakes like buying a car can lead to, the, you know, that explodes on the highway can lead to this incredible moment. So I definitely wouldn't go back and change anything. And I wouldn't want to have known any more than I already know going into this. And that's been so much of the fun because I came from a really routine corporate world. And this is just so much different and so much more exciting. Quick question for you before we wrap here. We have about 40 seconds left. As you start to head towards the uh, light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, having completely changed your life over the past two and a half years, do you miss your old life and do you think you'll ever get back to it? No, I definitely don't. I mean, I'm just loving and really hitting my stride right now with everything that I'm doing, and I'm really present and really enjoying everything so much that I could never imagine having to kind of go back and work for somebody else. Mm. So the goal is to kind of continue doing this, but maybe slow down a little bit and and let myself take some flights here and there. But hopefully I can kind of continue to do my own thing and freelance and, and hopefully turn all of the stories that I'm writing on my website, hopefully into a book one day and be able to share those stories. Oh, well, well listen, it's made for that. And Eric, it's always great catching up with you. Best of luck as you finish strong. We're going to definitely look forward to having you back to hear everything. Folks, you can find out more about Eric, his blog, his story. All of that is on his website. It's TravelTall.com. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Always great to catch up with Eric. Eric. Always great. And that's going to do it for Hour 1 of the program this week. For those stations leaving us, we're sorry to see you go. But after these messages, Mary, Rudy, and I, we're going to get to some more travel news to kick off Hour 2. And then there'll be a whole other hour of all travel, all the time, straight ahead. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.